finished this week, have we? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hilarious. Mm. Hi, guys. Hello. What was that? <laughs> well, I was going to make a joke that, like, we're currently in England, but, like, obviously we're not. <laughs> so it's not even funny. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I don't know. And now I'm stranded without a plan. What? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't have anything else to say. Because oh. my go-to didn't make sense. That, how is that a go-to? You've never before oh said that you're stranded in England. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe every week we have a different country that we're in. This week we're in. A different what? We're in a different country. This week we're coming to you live from Brazil. Next week we're coming to you live from Indonesia. Um. No? Sure. Are we, Maybe we are actually we travel England? there and then. See, that would be great. There we go. Because then we would actually I got, I got be the, coming to you live. I got from... the affirmation. Instead of just saying it. Yeah. Because wouldn't it be a lot more. F- well. Yeah, no, I, I know. But yeah, right now we're live from. Is it really rainy in Canada? Because today was absolutely nasty. In it was actually just cold. It was it so, snowed a little bit. It poured the whole day today. I went to Starbucks to get my brother and my mom and I some drinks, and I ran through the rain without my mask, had to run back to the car <laughs> to get my mask, because I forgot, and I didn't, I wasn't close to anyone without a mask, but I fully forgot, and then I went in, and I had to, like, balance three drinks and I, f- didn't, didn't I forgot to ask for a tray because, I don't know, the lady was so nice, but I didn't want to ask for I a felt tray. really bad. I actually went to Tim Hortons today. I also walked in, had my hand on the door, realized I had to put my mask on. Really? Yeah. Look at us. So and then nice. I got there and I felt really bad because the barista was just very flustered and I think messed up the previous person's order and so I was Aww. really stressed and I was trying to be like, it's okay, but Aww. you can't really communicate facial expressions yeah. with like, your mask. So they were kind of like, um, what do you want? And I was like, or like, what, how can I help you? I was like, oh, I can have a small coffee with two milk. And then they were like, yeah, sure. And then I had to, they were like, sorry, with what? I was like, oh, with this, and then I moved on to the next thing, and they weren't ready, and then they accidentally added two milk to my steep tea instead of, and it was, they were so stressed, and I was trying to communicate that it was okay, I don't know if I did that. Oh, no. But I felt bad. And I think their manager was, like, right next to them. Oh, no. And they were like, oh, that's not a good day. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, I feel for you. Yeah. I'm not judging you. (laughs) I would not be a very good barista. I, would I like hate to say it, but I actually it makes me so much less stressed when like the barista is also flustered. And <laughs> I'm like, if I mess up, it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very good at ordering drinks. That's why the mobile app for Starbucks has been fantastic because I just use it all the time now, and it avoids social interaction except for when a friendly barista is like, "Are you good?" As I'm struggling to carry drinks out the door. <laughs> soaking wet because it was pouring and I parked a little far away. It was a whole situation. Dang. <laughs> That's... Wow. Yeah. And how was your peppermint mocha? With It was um, pretty good. Soy I will or say milk? I, I, I did it with soy milk. <laughs> you know me way too well. Um, I, I do prefer the chai 
I think it's going to be hard to find something that's going to beat that. But it was a good holiday drink. It was nice and minty. My brother that's liked nice. it more than I did. Yeah. Um, here, it's Tim, it's Tim Hortons, right? Of and course. they have donuts and stuff. Yeah, my go-to. Instead of getting, like, a fancy latte and, like, <laughs> a donut, you know, they have all these, they have, like, an like apple a normal teenager. Donut. Like, they have these, they have, like, polar bear donuts right now. Instead of getting those, I get a steep tea with milk, which is basically normal tea. Um, and a raisin bran donut. You are literally a grandmother. I hate to break it to you, but that's just how it is. But it's superior. It tastes better. I don't feel ill after I eat it. (laughs) (laughs) That's always good. And I will say, it's very likely that the Raisin Bran Donut has as much sugar as as the donuts. But it's disguised to look healthy. It is still the grandmother. You get a tea and a raisin bran donut. I, I, it's amazing. I love it. Um, if it makes you happy, that's incredible. But it is a very grandmotherly order. It's delicious. Anyways, now that you know our, our, our coffee preferences. Yes. Um, what is your first word that? <laughs> Did you like my transition there? Yeah, real smooth. Um, I also don't think I'm supposed to go first, but we'll yeah, roll you are with because it. we messed up. Remember? Oh, have we switched the entire way that we do episodes yep. now? <laughs> oh yep. God! All right. Well, my first word lit is just the word sinister, which is not cool in itself, I don't think, but the origin is cool. Um, it comes from Latin from the word um sinister or i think sinestra i think sinistra i think i spelled it wrong but i'm pretty sure sinistra is one of the ways you could decline it i don't know if that's right um but the word sinister in latin meant left and so that meant that left meant evil or bad so left-handed people in ancient rome were considered a bad omen or like evil or terrible and, and as Sophia we were... wrote in parentheses after this, oops. Oops. Because I am left-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about that in Latin class. And I think the word sinister was used to describe, like, uh, there's a part of the Aeneid where there are twin snakes, and they, like, come up out of the water, and they go and eat a priest. Or no, they go and eat a priest's child, and then the priest. And... I don't think it was ever explained where they came from. So, like, these two snakes just came out of nowhere. And our Latin teacher was like, yeah, I don't know. We not, I don't think we ever find out where the snakes come from. Because it's hmm. not the Greeks who are fighting the the Trojans. It's, it's just snakes that show up out of the ocean. And eat um, children. And eat children. I don't... That's I'm, that absolutely was, terrifying. Yeah, I never really understood that. Um, our friend Mary, who drew our cover art, uh, was called upon to go up to the board and draw a picture of the evil snakes. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. And our Latin teacher was like, see, Mary's snake is too endearing. Like, Mary, of course, drew a very sweet-looking snake, snake, and it was very cute. Yeah. It was, and our, our Latin teacher was like, that is a very sweet-looking snake. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. And then my Latin teacher was making fun of me because I was the only one in 
our Latin class that is left-handed. And so I was just kind of sitting there I like... Can, I can attest that you are, in fact, evil. Yeah, I'm, I'm really a bad omen over here. I just kind of... But this was my first reaction when, told, when you told me, was if left in Latin is synonymous with evil, is that why the word right is, like, right? Yeah, I meant to um, research that, but you, you mean, like, right as in correct? It's like right, right as in right correct. It's, like, literally the same word, but used for two very different things. But yeah. maybe it's not so wild as we think. There you go. Maybe they're like, if you use this hand, you are right. If you use this hand, you are left, as in you are bad. But only and one of them stuck. that's where right and left came from. Yeah. There you go. Pretty cool. But yeah. Um, what about you? What's your first word lit? My first word lit is a word that I just like saying. Um, <laughs> and that's an anachronism. Um, it's quite fun to say. Um, and part of the reason I chose it was I'm never been quite sure what it meant. So I decided to look it up and define it. <laughs> and the definition is a thing belonging or appropriate to a period other than that in which it exists. So for example, the example given by the one and only lovely Google is <laughs> everything was as it would have appeared in centuries past, apart from one anachronism, a bright yellow construction crane. So it's like... If you have a modern skyscraper, but then it has a gargoyle over the door, you'd be like, that's a little bit of an anachronism. That would be a cool building. Are you kidding me? That would I would be really totally work to look at. in a skyscraper that had a gargoyle <laughs> over the entrance. Just like a glass and metal building, and then there's a gargoyle and then made out of like concrete. Stone, that's like, yeah, exactly. I'd like okay. Have lunch outside with the gargoyle. No, that would be really weird. That's but I really think it would sad. be cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be really depressing. Especially because it's usually over the door. So it would be also kind of scary. You just like sitting on top of the door frame. Well, I didn't say I was going to sit on top of I could just sit on the gargoyle while I had my lunch yeah. at this theoretical Still company. Still weird. Still weird, yeah. I would hope I would make friends, but you know, it would be a good That's backup plan. <laughs> Is it ever? Uh, anyway, my second word lit is this one comes from a book that I got for my birthday, and I feel really bad because I can't remember if my grandmother gave it to me or if my aunt gave it to me. I think <sighs> I don't remember. We were it was one of them. I'm sorry. I'm really grateful for it. The computer is overheating, it. by the way. So if you hear a weird whirring noise in the background, I don't know why, but the fan is just popping off. Just cool. in case you wanted to know. <laughs> um, I'll try to get that sorted. And I forgot Anyways. to look up how to pronounce this, um, which is always an issue. But it's an Italian verb, and it's... Oh, God. Comovere, maybe? Um, spelled C-O-M-M-U-O-V-E-R-E. And it means to be moved in a heartwarming way, usually relating to a story that moved you to tears. Isn't mm. that nice? We have no word for that in English. No, um, just but, sad. Which is very sad because there are several pieces of media that have moved me to tears. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool that like there's a very specific verb for that in Italian. I like that. Um, what is your second word lit? I feel like I recognize this word. <laughs> Yeah, this word is perihelion. 
And this word is a word that I found because I was looking up cool words because I am currently missing cool words. <laughs> and all it is is the point in the orbit of a planet, asteroid, or comet that is closest to the sun. And there it says perihelion. And both the and this word I thought was cool because I recognized the etymology of it. Um, peri is Greek for around, and helios is the sun in Greek. And then in modern Latin, it became perihelion. And then it became perihelion in the mid-17th century. Very cool. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. That's lovely. Now. Now. The moment you've all been waiting for. Oh, boy. Sophia. Mm-hmm. What is this week's week? It, what is this <laughs> week's <more> topic? <laughs> Uh, well, this week's topic um, originated from the wonderful Spotify Wrapped 2020 because Ooh. Bronwyn and I have basically been talking about our music tastes and the different ways in which we appreciate music uh, for the past week, the entire week. What? <laughs> Rockstar. This is I Love You. This is Rockstar. So I got confused. Oh. Ooh. These are hand signals. Just. I'm just saying that we're cool because we talked about our Spotify rap. I don't think that makes us cool, especially because our Spotify wrapped was so cool. Mine was cool. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's another music episode, but this one's a little different because Bruno and I spent, there was one night where we were talking about, like, how we appreciate music or, like, mm. why our favorite songs are our favorite songs. So, and I think we're going to talk a little bit more about the instrumental parts of um each of the songs this week so yeah it's gonna be interesting should we, should we maybe explain <laughs> what how we like each think of music differently before we like yeah that's songs? a good idea Just what, for, like, what about you how do you appreciate music because i find this really admirable and it definitely it's outshines admirable. it is it's, it's really cool. cool you're very well, like musically but it's, not, it's just like you're very well, aware well, of very like specific <gasps> Um, aspects of music and you listen to that when you listen to music and it's really <laughs> interesting to hear okay. you talk about how you appreciate music the reason the way i like listening to music is i like headphones and i like feeling like i'm like in the song and like what i mean like th- by that is like when i can pick out the different layers so the different instruments the different harmonies the different um layers of the song so and when you have headphones and you can pick those out you feel it's like to me it's such a cool feeling um and a lot of the time that means that i like slower songs sometimes it means i like sadder songs which this is why it's not sometimes it like, means you like sadder songs okay you like but, all sa- bronwyn's well, entire music taste is sad songs. but this is why it's slightly an issue like it's not it's cool for me, but not for other people. <laughs> so, like, I can't just, like, your play music, my music because it's just kind of sad. Yeah. Well, your music taste doesn't well, have to be for other people. The whole point of having an yeah, individual but it's music taste is that it's because for Because then every time someone's like, oh, does anyone have a speaker? I have to be like, no, because then they're going to be like, oh, why don't you just play your music? And I'm like, oh. This is why I'll send you my playlist and you can play that music. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyways. But I do really like um sad or slow music because you can usually you can hear the build up a lot better because it starts off slow 
usually with either just piano or just guitar and the person's voice and then in the chorus you'll get another layer and then by the end it'll be all these layers put on top of each other and I find it really cool and there's usually this big crescendo and it um, is an experience so yeah yeah that's very cool what about you? Um, I feel like I have a much more surface level appreciation of music like I don't usually pick out the layers um, or listen to the lyrics as much I literally pick out songs based on how upbeat they are and whether or not they make me like happy listening to them um and for me they they don't have to have a build up to a crescendo if they're like upbeat the whole time that's great so usually like i just search for um songs that will make me happy and but you have that like, usually the entails that like songs that will make me dance because of that i have what the music that everyone steals because of that yeah <laughs> like, well it's good music it is good mu- well i i think it's good music but it's also i don't have that skill of like picking out all the harmonies which i it's think a, is but so it's like beautiful i don't know it's i think also like a i don't know this is our basically our conversation a few nights ago <laughs> but it was yeah. just kind of like i think like connected to like for you evidently like the almost like emotional impact of the song is a lot more important mm-hmm. like if it makes you how it makes you feel yeah whereas for me it's more of like a sensory thing huh huh that's interesting <laughs> so i don't know they're different but neither one is better they're just both yeah. cool they're just both interesting and yeah. we just might or may not be fighting over who gets control of Spotify when we have an apartment together eventually Sometimes I'll just play really sad music. I'm not. You can't just. To... No. <laughs> that, that's terrible. Because I apparently have a very emotional way of appreciating music. So if you just put on sad music, I'm not going to be like, oh, yes, the piano melody is really nice in this one. I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. If I'm annoyed at you. Oh, that sounds so if mean. If you're annoyed at me, you're going to make me sad? Of, that's how yeah, you're going to no, express your anger? That sounds kind of bad. I won't do that. Please don't. Maybe I am going to be annoying, person. though, because I I think I've picked up my mom's gene of... My mom will just sing all the time, even if there's not music playing, like, while she's cooking, um, while she's walking around the house. And if there's a song in my head, I'm going to have to sing it out loud, even though I'm not a very good singer. So I am going to annoy you in that way. You're going to want to play it's all the It's the only music. reason that's annoying is music. it's like, or you could just play the song. <laughs> yeah, but... It's not that the singing is annoying. It's just that there's a very obvious and accessible <laughs> alternative. <laughs> but can I play the song and sing to it? Because that's always yeah. the best. Oh, of course. Then that's fine. Why would I'll I always... be annoyed at that? That's the only way to I don't, like, I, truly appreciate it. It's kind song. of annoying to have me just like, nana, over the, over the nice... No, what you do <laughs> is you bop along to a song. You have no headphones in. You have no. You have no nothing. You're not listening to anything, but you also don't make any sound. So you mouth the words okay, 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 and you okay, like okay. dance to no, it. No, that's a very specific. <laughs> I don't even know what very, song you're talking. That's a very specific <laughs> instance, like, though, because that has a lot of stop. <laughs> that has a so lot. Like, of... I don't even. I can't even like appreciate the song too because I'm not feeling Well, that has a lot of prerequisites because that's usually when I'm when I'm FaceTiming you, 
So I can't listen to the song because then I wouldn't be able to hear whatever you're saying. But there's a song in my head and I can't get it out of my head. So I want to sing along to it. So but you could just head. sing it. But as I can't, loud as but you can. Wake everyone up. At night, so I have to whisper. So I can't sing it out loud. And whisper singing just kind of defeats the whole purpose. So I can't. Because it's usually like 1030 when we're facing My parents are usually in bed. So I can't just be like belting out whatever song happens to be in my head at 1030 at night. Oh my goodness. I think you should. I don't think anyone in my household would be very happy with me. <laughs> I'll talk to them. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, anyways, what's your song? Anyways. Um, my, oh, boy, we've my spent a hot minute. We've spent so long. It's okay. This is what this episode was supposed to be about. Yeah. Um, my first song is apparently the top song on my Spotify rap. This is a song I listened to most this year. And it's called Old Pine by Ben Howard. And I love this song. Um, according to Spotify, I listened to it 129 times in 2020. Dang. I don't know if that's a lot. It feels kind of like a lot. Um, it feels like a lot. I think it's kind of rare for me to have one song that I listen to over and over throughout the year because I have I make monthly playlists, which is... I just make a, a new playlist for every month and I listen to it on repeat that month. Um, and that way I'm always finding new music because I get sick of music really mm. quickly. Um, and so I don't usually have a song that I listen to multiple times throughout the entire year. But apparently this one was that song this year. I did listen to it a lot. It's, I, I think I found it in January. I can hear Darwin. I, just, I know. My dog, well... I think it's dinner time, and he usually has dinner at 5, and right now it's 5.36. And if my mom hasn't fed him dinner, then he's going to be very upset. <sighs> this is why you should have gone first, because my dog this is, is great. No, he's singing along. Sure. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's an incredible song, and yeah. the reason why I love it so much is... Well, not only... I'm a sucker for any song with nature imagery. Um, but beyond the lyrics, it also has this really pretty guitar line that, like, goes throughout the entire song. And there's a point in the middle of the song where Bronwyn was just talking about how you like how it builds up to um, a crescendo, and then you can hear it and you, like, close your eyes, and that's very cool. Um, in this one, I feel like I can... It's the one song where I can kind of understand that that build up and how it works, I guess, because I don't I'm not very good at music. But in the middle of the song, it layers the guitar line that's been present throughout with like a cello, I think, over it. And it's so beautiful and it gets me every time and every time I listen to it, I have to like close my eyes and be like, "Oh my god, it's 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 so good. It's amazing." It's amazing. Um but yeah, it's it's about like the woods and the vines and just kind of spending time in the woods. I've never really fully understood the lyrics, if I'm being completely honest, but they're very pretty. Like, they have a lot of good nature imagery. And just the instrumental music is incredible. And we usually do a clip of the songs. Yeah. So I'm going to include the instrumental part that I think is so Ooh. amazing. So here you go. we Just to bless the morning 
Dang, that was beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. You, you gave me a <laughs> second. Never you gave me like funny. one second. <laughs> I know, it um, is a good... Are you having a fruit roll-up? The better question is, why aren't you? Because they're not good. <laughs> no, oh. they're, fruit roll-up, fruit, they're, not, they're not bad. But like, fruit the best. chocolate's better. Hi. Um, but yeah, it's an incredible song, and I really love it, and it's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my favorite song of all time, but it's definitely up there. So, um, the word that I chose is pinecone, because Ooh, it's cute. in there, and Dustin Pinecone tracks, and both of my words are nature words this week. Of course. Because of you course like a good nature song. I love a good nature song, even, um, like... I think my our last music episode I used I got did Surround You by Wild mm-hmm. which is mostly about being there for your friends when they're going through a rough time but the way that they express that is through using a whole bunch of nature imagery like the ocean and the tree and it was it, mm, I love it. Anyways, <laughs> um pinecone, I'm sure you all know what a pinecone is, but the official Google definition <laughs> is the conical or rounded woody fruit of a pine tree Ooh, with it's the scales I which open so. to release the tr- to release the seeds. And I googled some fun facts about pine cones and I actually mm. learned some cool stuff. So, the main function of a pine cone is to keep a pine tree seed safe. Pine cones close their scales to protect the seeds from cold temperatures, wind, and even animals that might try to eat them. Pine cones open up and release their seeds when it is warm and easier for the seed to germinate. So like it's literally a little shelter for the pine cone for no, cool. for the pine tree seeds. And it just, like, holds them and keeps them safe. So I thought that was really cool. Aww. And then finally, all conifers produce male and female cones. Sometimes on the same tree, sometimes not. The pine cones we see are only the female cones. The male cones mm. are much smaller and not showy. You might never have noticed them. The male cones release pollen, which drifts into the air and eventually finds and fertilizes the female are cones. Are those the little tiny yellow puffs at the end that, like, you can, like, squish get pollen? Probably. <laughs> Especially because they're it like talks little, about They're like the side of like your pinky nail, and they're little like round little things. I've never noticed that. them, but I'm sure. Male pine cone. You can look at what, look up what they look like. Yeah, they look like little. They're in like the middle of like the bunches of um. Of pine needles. Hmm. They look pretty cool. Anyways, I've never that. that's very cool. But yeah, the origin of pine, it's the same in a whole bunch of different <laughs> languages, I guess. <laughs> so it came from Germanic, and then Old English, pinyin, Dutch, oh god, I have no Probably idea. pronounced the same. Pinyin, yeah. German, pinen. <laughs> which means? Um, which means experience or pain. Oh, um, I thought it meant to experience pain, but... No, <laughs> I think those are just two definitions. And then um, Latin pina, which means punishment. Huh. So I don't really know why maybe they people were decided to name a... this a punishment tree. But you Maybe know. they were used in some sketchy ways. Like, didn't, like, a hemlock, that was a thing. Like, <laughs> Socrates was, like, put to death with hemlock. I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure pine wood could have been used to make, like, guillotines or whatever. That wasn't Latin. What am I talking about? I don't know. La revolution. 
I forgot what language I was saying it in because it's Spanish and there's vive, then there's La- then there's Italian, which is viva, and then there's French, which was vive, so I just kind of <laughs> froze. Oh boy. Wait, French is just vive? I've been saying vive la revolution my entire... That's a very well, Spanish. Well, that was Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> very okay. much in Spanish. How do you say it in French? Re- vive la revolution. Oh, same thing. Just with no, it's not. harder R's. It's like you basically have to... You know how like... I was thinking about this. You know how, like, in Hebrew, if you're saying, like, Hanukkah, or, like, Hanukkah, like, it's supposed to be, like, a ch. Yeah. It's the same That's in basically French. what R is. I know. I can never do the R's in French. But it's, it's very a little bit bad. softer. I need to learn that. Oh, if I'm ever going to speak French. <laughs> you okay? My audio. I just, like, cracked my neck. Oh. Hopefully that didn't get in the audio. I think that wouldn't sound good. Yeah, that, that was nice. <laughs> Anyways, what's the quote? Anyways, I couldn't choose. Um, so I have two, and they both are just pretty nature quilts, because that's what most of the song is. So the first one is, hot sand on toes, cold sand in sleeping bags. I've come to know the friends around you are all you'll always have. Smoke in my lungs, or the echoed stone, careless and young, free as the birds that fly, with weightless souls, now. And I like that a lot, because it just makes you think of, like, Hanging campfires. out with friends on the beach, going to campfires, yeah. like being young, and like just hanging out outside. Yeah. So I thought that was nice. And then, um, we stood steady as the stars in the woods, so happy hearted and the warmth rang true inside these bones. As the old pine fell, we sang just to bless the morning. And I love this is a really that good song, guys. I love that lyric. That it is really those good. Lyrics. It's I so good. I haven't to the song in a while, but. As, you, it's as such I a was reading song. it, I was like, oh my god, I, I know how this goes. Yeah. I especially love the line, steady as the stars in the woods. Like, the idea that there are separate stars, or like, stars look different in the woods. Are you just singing the song now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't fully remember it. I just kind of remember steady, it, so I don't know if I got it right. Steady as the stars in the woods, so happy hearted. Oh, yeah. Rang true inside these bones, as the old pine fell, we sang. Just, just this morning. morning. And then it goes, do, 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 And that's the part that I love so much. It's <sighs> incredible. Morning. Exactly. And it's so nice. And also, um, I love the idea of singing just to bless the morning. Um, I think that's a really beautiful concept. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's a very it's pretty cute. song. And the instrument. It's beautiful. <laughs> and the it's instrumentals beautiful. make it even more beautiful. And you're it. going to... Um, <laughs> outshine me minutes. completely because well, you did a full-on analysis of your of because the music i was your feeling songs. self-conscious okay no my lyrics you, the fact are that you could even less. do that okay, your lyrics anyways. are just as good <sighs> just... you're embarrassing me <laughs> you're making me blush it's incredible <laughs> just go Aww. go ahead and outperform me in... it's fine it's fine. We're building up so much. <laughs> it's my very good. song is Only the Brave by Louis Tomlinson. This A was not my song. first most listened to song. However, it was my fifth most listened to song of 2020. But it might be my all-time favorite song. I think it's tied with the song, if you remember, Young Heart from our first music episode. That's um, been your favorite it's song kind of for a years. Sim- it's yeah. a very good song. Well, too. when I find a favorite song, like sometimes there's a song that you really like. And I've had a lot of those songs, but there's certain songs that are just like, oh no, like this is like like a favorite song. Yeah. 
and this is one of those like it is so good um it is good and i think i don't have as many listens to it not because i didn't listen to it a lot but because i listened to some other songs even more just because like i don't know if it came on more whatever but this one is probably one of my all-time favorites um it is very good it's only a minute and 46 um seconds long yeah it's a short one it's a short song which i think kind of makes it cooler (laughs) because it feels like special when you're listening to it like it's bite-sized you feel like it's like it everyone describes it as like an introduction it sounds like it's an introduction to something else Mm -hmm. um but it's also just like cool that it's the last song on this album called walls you should check it out scream walls it's a great great album but Bronwyn really um, likes louis tomlinson's music i do and it's, i have not listened maybe to one much of, of it but he sounds artists. pretty cool this is one of my favorite albums of like all time so good um but the song and four of my other top songs from spotify wrapped were from this album. <laughs> oh god i really Literally need to listen four to this out album. of five Four out of five of my top songs of 2020 were from this album. I mean, to be um, fair, three of five of my songs were from the same band, so. See? Um, but yeah, it's a, um, it's the last song on the album, so it just feels so special for so many different reasons. Um, and this is kind of, because we talked about how I really like feeling immersed in a song, um, and I'm just going to like kind of walk you through how this song builds and the different elements that are just like, oh my God. I love about See, it. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. Go okay. for it, love. I'm very excited. So in the beginning, there's like a record scratch already. We're starting with the, um, what's it called? What's it called? I don't know. When it's like, when it's like background Ambience? noise ambience so we're starting with the ambience i love some good ambience something i love in a song when it feels like the artist is literally right there in your ear some people don't like that personally i love it same young heart also has this kind of ambience in the background but yeah record scratch and then it's just a strummy guitar like two chords is it maybe one chord it's just like very simple over and over and then his voice comes in it sounds like an old record kind of like it's not the most clear audio (laughs) the verse first verse goes then the chords change leading into the chorus and it picks up a little it's a little bit more like upbeat um there's a little bit some maracas start and then there's a harmony in the chorus so it's like starting to build and then it like it's like a wave it goes back down again for the verse and then the final like bit happens and it's picked up again and he ends with this like beautiful high note it's just like it's like it just goes up at the end and it's like this beautiful note and it's so good and his voice is so good he does have a good good voice and it's particularly emphasized in the song which is why i like it because it's quite a simple song um so you can really hear his voice and he starts pretty low um but he during the chorus he goes high and his high notes he doesn't sing in like falsetto which is the thing um guys can sing in and it's like it's um it's not really it, it sounds a little different than a normal singing voice like it's a little bit more of like an effect kind of i'm like getting out of breath because i'm like take a breath so <laughs> deep breath um but he doesn't do that he just like hits these notes with his full voice and they're so high and like so beautiful 
and I just think it's so cool. It's so good. I love that. Great. Um, but yeah, it's so amazing so, that you've been able to notice all of those little things. As I was as I was writing about it, I was listening to it and pausing it and writing down the little things that I was like, oh yeah, I want to. That's so incredible. It's only a minute forty six seconds long. We can do that. There you go. Um, and then yeah, so here is a clip of it, but it's only ten seconds. So I would recommend going and listening to the whole thing so you get the full experience. And there you go. And they'll say I told you so Come on when you know you know All the lonely shadow dances From the cradle to the grave It's a solo song And it's only for the brave Wow, that was so beautiful, Bronwyn. <laughs> Thank you, I really agree. Um, I, I can tell why you love it. You. It is yeah. good time. So, um, this is the issue, though, right? I was so, as Sophia, you were saying that, oh, wow, Bronwyn, you're so great at this. But the thing is, Did I you write down often... the entire song as your quote? Kind of. Um, <laughs> the thing is, the words are not super, like, they're just kind of normal words. So it, my, my word song is Song words not... are never, like, our words for these music episodes are never super profound. Don't worry. You did pine cones, and that was cool. That's not profound or cool. That is cool. You said some fun facts. My word is glory. It's a good word. You shush. And the thing that I did like, though, because I was looking at some definitions, trying to find something that was different than just, like, a cool thing. Um, and the, the three that I liked the most were a distinguished quality or asset, a state of great gratification or exaltation, and something marked by beauty or resplendence, which I liked. It's just a very grand, like, rich word. Yeah, that's really Packs cool. Packs a lot of punch. Um, and my quote, um, I wrote down a lot of lines, but you there are two. So just to give you a sense, it's like a very poetic song. It's like hard to pin down the exact meaning, but it's like really pretty and it just sounds really cool. So the lyrics, this is basically the first verse. Mm-hmm. Pour mercy, mercy on me. Set fire to history. I'm breaking my own rules. I'm crying like a fool. Tall stories on the page. Short glories on the fade. I've been close enough to touch, but I never cared for love. Wow. And then this is the chorus. <laughs> um, and it's my second quote. If the truth tell, darling, you fell. Like there ain't enough dying stars in your sky. It's a tall tale, and it's only hello, hello, no goodbye. And it's just like, what does this mean? I have no there, idea. I feel like there are a million interpretations to it. I honestly could not tell you what I think it means, because I, I don't really know. But it's like really something that I realized. I was like, why do I like it then? Because usually I do kind of care about the lyrics to a degree. More than I usually do, for sure. Um, But... I was thinking that part of the reason I like it is because it just, you feel like you're surrounded by beautiful words and, like, images. That's very cool. is, like, part of, like, the all around you, surround sound, <laughs> sound immersion. It's part of the experience. Um, but I'm not, like, emotionally affected, which is nice, because then I'm not just, like, sad. You don't have to cry to this song. Exactly. Um... Yeah, I said lyrics like this almost add to the experience. 
one of the other cool lines was all the lonely shadow dances from the cradle to the grave like what does this mean i don't know but it's cool (laughs) it's so i mean i think you described it perfectly when you said it's a really poetic song like i think every line has a metaphor or personification or something like that which is very very like especially coming from like this british like yorkshire guy (laughs) he's like very he has and he's pretty goofy it seems like from what i've seen like he doesn't really come across as a super profound guy Mm -hmm. so like this kind of poem and not that he couldn't be but it's just like makes it even better in some way because it's like you can i don't know it's very thoughtful coming from him because he wrote the song he's a really good songwriter oh actually no i think he wrote the lyrics for it um but i don't think he wrote the actual melody um but it's very yeah that's love let me just double check so i'm not giving credit to the wrong person (laughs) it was co yeah i think it was co-written and produced by Andrew Jackson and Duck Blackwell. I don't know if it was written. Oh, it was the only song of the album he did not write on. But he, uh, yeah, he just he just liked it, and I like it too. And I think it's great. It's lovely. Um, but he's also a good songwriter, and you should check out his entire album. <laughs> <laughs> what is your next song? My second song is my second most listened to song of 2020, according to Spotify Wrapped. I really love those Spotify Wrapped stuff. Um, but this is a song, it's called Coastline by Hollow Coves. Mm, yes. And actually, according to Spotify, Hollow Coves was my favorite band this year, or like the band that I listened to most, or the artist, I guess, that I listened to most. Um, and I was in something like the top point. Zero five percent of their listeners, which is point oh five thing. Point oh five. I said that right. That's no, what I think you just. Point I thought you just said point five. No, I said don't worry. Sorry. I'll I'll claim my my title. I'm trying to find. I took a picture of it. I thought. Yeah, point oh five. So that's fun. You're pretty cool. Um, but I actually found that pretty surprising because out of all of the artists that I listen to, Hollow Coves is or listen to regularly, Hollow Coves is probably the saddest of all of them. I don't <laughs> tend to like sad music at all. But apparently Hollow Coves was was good enough for me. I just find their music so beautiful. Like I don't think there's a single yeah. song of theirs that I don't like. I like all Definitely. of it. And I also Bruno and I were also talking um about how you tend to prefer more piano in songs mm-hmm. and I tend to prefer songs with guitar. And even though uh, coastline, or not coastline, Holocaust tends to have uh, slower, slightly sadder songs. They always have a beautiful yeah. guitar line. And I love that. I love songs with really pretty guitar. Um, and Coastline also has some really nice guitar. Um, so it's about leaving home for the coastline, which isn't, I don't really know what, I mean, we all know what a coastline is, but just kind of leaving home. And I it almost makes me feel nostalgic about something that hasn't happened yet, which is leaving home. I haven't left, like I haven't moved away from home yet. Um, and I'm so grateful for having grown up in Wilton. It's an amazing place. I I do love it here, but from since I can remember, I have really really wanted to explore the rest of the world. I want to see what else is out there. Um, I want to travel. I ha- can't wait to. It sounds so bad when I say I can't wait to leave home. I love my home. I love Wilton. I love my family. But I really, really, really want to explore. And so this song kind of, it makes, 
I, I already said that, but it makes me nostalgic about something that hasn't happened yet. And I feel like I can picture myself listening to it on the way to college, like on a train or car or wherever, um, or plane or whatever vehicle I happen to be on, like looking out the window and listening to Cosine and being like, so here I go, I'm going to go explore. Um, so I love it. I love it. It's so good. It's a very good song. And it, of course, has some gorgeous guitar strumming and more nature imagery because I guess that's what I look for in songs now. Um, all of my favorite songs, like, reference usually the forest. In this case, it's more the ocean because um, I do love the ocean. But just This is a very good world. song, by the way. It's such a good just, song. I want to give my seal of I approval. Thank Sophia you. has good taste in music, and this is a very good song. Thank you. Bro, and also has good taste good. in music. Huh. All of you, the songs that, especially like the songs that you say are your favorites of all time, like are just so beautiful in ways I can't even describe. But you clearly are very good at describing. <laughs> this is about you. Hmm? Let's talk more about Hollow Coves. Yes, Hollow Coves is great. <laughs> I talked about last time, our last music episode, their song Moments, which is mm. another one of my all-time favorite songs. I really, Also very really good. The, it's the kind of album where you can put it on, just play one of their albums, mm-hmm. kind of artist where you just put on one of their albums, and the first listen through, you'll enjoy it. Like, a lot of yep. the time it takes me a couple of t- listens to be like, oh, I like this. Um, but no, that album, you play it once and you're like, dang, this is really good. And like Sophia said, like, all of their songs are like that. Yeah. Like, I also find that it's kind of perfect for everything because it's, it's slower, but not necessarily sad. Um, I like, it's good to put on while eating dinner. Like my family always likes to have, um, chill music while eating dinner. And that usually is like Latin guitar, but we sometimes put on hollow coves. Um, and I also find it great for listening to just while doing homework, while going on a car ride and like places that, where you can just listen to it and not do anything. It's very, very good music. They all have, yeah. I love all of their songs, but here's a clip of Coastline. I'm leaving home for the coastline, someplace under the sun. I feel my heart for the first time Cause now I'm moving on, yeah I'm moving on I'm going far away To a sunny place <laughs> Where it's just you, you and me You're going too fast. There's like little plucks in between each of those. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the plucks. We're probably like after listening to that quote, that (laughs) we're like in the wrong key and it must be just painful. Oh, it's got to be awful. Um, but anyways, my, my word for this song, another nature word is tide. And that's not very exciting on this on its own, but I also found some fun facts about the tide. Hey, that's my favorite kind of word. We should do, we should do fun facts with our word. We you should. don't get to have a word unless you can tell me something cool about that word. Well, sometimes the something cool about that word is the definition or the etymology. And okay. so with words that are more normal, like tide or pine cone, then it's fun to have, like, a little fun fact. Oh, just wait till my word. I actually don't know what your... Is your next... Is it fine? No. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. No, it's a good word. You shush. It also is nature, sort of, outside. Anyways. You're spoiling it. 
<laughs> I didn't say that word correctly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoiling it. Spoiling it. <laughs> What's the... Tide. Tides. Tide. The definition of tide is the alternate tide rising and shh. <laughs> tide is the alternate rising and falling of the sea, usually twice in each lunar day, which I didn't know was a word or a, a concept. A lunar day. Um, at a particular place due to the attraction of the moon and the sun. So the moon and the sun are in love, and that's what causes the tide. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, high tides and low tides are... You just are... disappointed your physics teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I did. Sorry, Mr. Durkee. No scientific... There's no scientific explanation for the love between the moon and the sun. No... I was What jo- are you saying? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. They're not it's just the moon and the sun. They're they're just big big circles of rock. And the sun's not even rock. The sun nope. is just what is it? Gas. Oh right. And burning gas that's going to explode in six billion years. This is fun. Anyways ah. <laughs> Existential dread. High tides and low tides are caused by the moon. So the moon's... Actually, Mr. Ricky, you'll like this. I'm sure you already know this. But the moon's gravitational pull generates something called the tidal force. This is kind of physics, sort of. It is physics. It's very much physics. It's forces. It's gravitational force. gravity. This is what we're talking about right now. Science. Woo! (laughs) The tidal force causes Earth and its water to bulge out on the side closest to the moon and the side farthest from the moon. Um, so these bulges of water are high tides, and as the Earth rotates, your region of Earth passes through both of these bulges each day. So when you're in one of the bulges, you experience a high tide, and when you're not in one of the bulges, you experience a low tide. And the cycle of, ow, my neck, the cycle of two high tides and low tides, I don't know what happened, it like, twinged, um, occurs most day, occurs most days on most of the coastlines, Oh, I see what you did there. There you go. Tides are cool. They're caused by the moon. I just think it's very cool. The flipping moon has an effect on the ocean. Stop reading my excited notes about tides, (laughs) you jerk. (laughs) Um, I just think it's very cool that, like, this rock in space has such a huge effect on the, the... Enti- not the entire ocean, I guess, but the ocean of the earth, like space and the ocean are so closely intertwined in this strange way, and it it causes the water to rise. And I think it it's very, very cool. cool. Um, and it's wild that someone just figured that out. Like, imagine the first person who proposed that. Oh yeah, the the tides move every day because that is how. It was willed by the gods. And someone's like, no, it was actually the moon. (laughs) Actually, the rock in space uh, decides how the water moves. And then they were imprisoned by the church, most likely. (laughs) Just a wild guess. Actually, I don't know when they figured it out. I also don't know. Anyways, we're just spewing falsehoods now. Um, anyways, the reason why I chose Tides is because it's part of probably my favorite line in the song, which I'll get to in a second. But, um, my first quote is, or the first part, I think, I think this is the chorus? Uh, no, it's the first line. I don't know. I can't keep track. 
<laughs> it's, I'm leaving home for the coastline, someplace under the sun. I feel my heart for the first time, because now I'm moving on, yeah. I'm moving on. Moving on, yeah. Moving on, yeah. <laughs> I'm moving on. It's very good. And this is um, the verse, or the chunk of the song that I was talking about that makes me feel kind of nostalgic mm. for something that hasn't happened yet. But, like, feel you feel your heart for the first time. You're moving on. Yeah. Um, just very cool. And I love listening to it. And then the second quote, more nature imagery, which I love is and we will sleep by the ocean our hearts will move with the tide and we will wake in the morning to see the sun paint the sky which i just think is the most beautiful collection of lines ever besides maybe the very poetic stuff in only the brave you know i'm thinking i've changed because the last time we did this it you were like dang you love you think so deeply about all the lyrics I'm not going to lie, I've listened to the song a lot, and I've never listened to the lyrics. And <laughs> I think that I've mo- I've started moving away from that, because I, those Is are really beautiful. Is that my really fault? Because I used to never listen to the lyrics. Yeah. I still don't really listen to the lyrics. Well, evidently you do sometimes. Well. Because this is really cool. Okay. Well, the thing is, if, it has, there, it's like an order. I, I have to like the mel, like, the instrumental melody first, and if that's upbeat and nice, or beautiful and like makes me happy then I'll start listening to the lyrics and the best songs my favorite songs are when a really yeah. good melody is paired with lyrics that I really really I relate to I think actually I've evolved to a similar thing but in a, instead of the melody having to be upbeat and positive it's like it has to be cool it has to be pretty yeah <laughs> it has to be pretty basically yeah even yeah. I have found like Old Pine and Coastline both are not necessarily up well I guess Old Pine is a little bit more upbeat they're more upbeat than the melodies that you like, I think. But yeah. they're not, like, crazy not like, boppy. I don't know. Yay, let's go party. They're yeah. happy. But in this particular quote, I really like the two lines. Our hearts will move with the tide and to mm. see the sun paint the sky. Like, the idea of the it's sun so painting beautiful. the sky. And also your heart moving along with the tide, which then also means your heart is kind of moving with the gravitational pull caused by the moon. And so, like, you're... A part of the earth but also Ooh. a part of space but also a part of the universe Jeez. like it's very I, i'm sure that wasn't that's written so cool with that intention but that's kind of what but it like if it of. was that's dang that's so, like, really cool i didn't even yeah. think of that there you go. oh my god it's a really good song and i encourage you all to listen to all of hollow cove's music if yes. you're looking for like chill beautiful just nice nice like, good music it's good music it's great Bronwyn, what is your last song? My last song is Fine Line by Harry Styles. Um, Amazing. This year I also listened to a lot of Harry Styles. The fifth (laughs) song was not this song, but the fifth song in my Spotify wrapped was by Harry Styles. It was a different song though. But today I wanted to talk about this one. My top song was Habit by Louis Tomlinson. And then Walls by Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> and then Too Young by Louis Tomlinson. And then Sweet Creatures by Harry Styles. And then That's Only the Brave by Louis Tomlinson. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I listened to the one album on repeat, basically. Um, but yeah, Fine Line. Great song. And I wanted to talk about it because it also is maybe the epitome of like the crescendo I was talking about. Mm. Um, the concept of the song is kind of about how there's like a fine line between like happiness and sadness and uh good emotions and 
difficult emo- emotions are really close together and mm. that's kind of the the concept and there is that's like represented in the structure of the song because the song the song <laughs> starts kind of i don't want to say sad but yeah a little sad pretty slow with just guitar and then it builds and at the end there are literally trumpets really yeah so i've never the, listened it's like, to this song it starts slow you know and then there's the chorus is just will be a fine line over and over like four times and then the next verse and then the bridge is will be a fine line like 15 times but it's during that bridge it starts like chill but it builds slowly and then some oh, trumpets come in and it literally feels like the clouds parting and the sun is coming out oh wow like it's really cool and it doesn't it it's like it's really cool um and it goes it literally goes from will be a fine line to the end being will be all right so it like it it i know that you know you have mixed feelings about sad songs but this song the whole point of it is it starts a little sad it's a little little difficult but it ends just happy we'll be all right it's okay it's just positive and here is a clip of it now That was pretty amazing. I am going, I have not heard this song yet, but as soon as we stop the podcast, I am going to go listen, and I'm very excited. Good. Um, and my word is sunshine. Um, <laughs> That's a good I was word. Thinking, I was like, I, I mean, yeah, but I it's was a thinking, good word. <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was going to choose, and then I was like, to be fair, this song is like the sunshine coming out, so that's, and it's in the song, so it was pretty good. Um, and there are a couple of different, you know, definitions. Obviously, it's the definition of sunshine, so it sun's light, <laughs> right, direct rays. But then, there is Merriam-Webster had the definition someone or something, such as a person, condition, or influence, that radiates warmth, cheer, or happiness. I love that. Yeah. Which is nice. And I thought that was cute. Now, there, this is the lyric, I, the set of lyrics I chose to use as my quote. And... It's test of my patience. There's things that we'll never know. You sunshine, you temptress. My hands at risk. I fold. Crisp trepidation. I'll try to. I'll try to take. Uh. <laughs> I'll try to shake this soon. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. It's like a little bit sad, but it's also like not. I don't know. There's like the sunshine, but there's also like the temptress. It's like the fine line between it all. Yeah. Um, and kind of like only the brave. It's very poetic, very profound. It can be interpreted in so many different ways. Like I'm sure that there's a very this represents something very deep and powerful to uh, Harry who wrote it. Um, <laughs> Our good me, pal Harry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're uh, friends, Harry. Me and yeah. Harry. <laughs> um, but and it could just be interpreted in so many different ways by so many different people. I think that's so cool and it's just a vibe and you feel like you're part of something very cool because it's like ooh, what does this mean um and what i said is i personally take it as the bit of a bit of like the progression and oscillation between like extreme emotions so it's like it's like a very beautiful concept and it's like very 
the progression Sharp, like and oscillation between extreme how did you even come up with that well because that's what it is it's like the like changing between extreme emotions like sometimes the two can be really interconnected and it's kind of like i don't know it's you're being poetic thing. talking about the song that you're saying is poetic it's easy when it's a poetic song <sighs> but yeah oh my god i haven't it's been recording good. this whole time <laughs> you you are the worst the amount, the amount oh, because so i have sorry. been periodically checking my recording to see if it's um Same. actually going because i didn't want that to happen thank you so much for listening thank you for tuning in please We're check that... out those songs yes. they're all really good and those artists I actually don't know many more of Ben Howard's songs, but there's one other one called Promise that is also absolutely beautiful that I would recommend. And And literally all of Hollow Cove's songs. And literally all of Louis Tomlin's and Harry Styles' music. Those are very good artists, for sure. And Um, One Direction, while we're at it. Bronwyn and her friend Sandra have... Our friend? (laughs) Our friend. Our friend. Why did I say your friend? (laughs) I don't know. That was was nice of you. Well... (laughs) I mean, I think I was associating it with the fact that you two yes. really love One Direction, and I do. did not know anything about them before Monday. But we've corrupted Monday. Sophia. But you've corrupted me, um, and now, here I am. <laughs> They're good. They are good. Actually. They like, are. You start listening, and you're like, shoot, now I have to listen to all of the other stuff. <laughs> so, Yeah. Who else have you been listening to that you've been enjoying? Um, I will always plug Wild, which mm. I think is... I think they're a better representation of my music taste overall than these two songs are, because these two songs are a little yeah. slower than what I normally listen to. Wild, Wild is, is um, like the definition of my music taste. Just very positive, also a lot of nature imagery, very happy songs. Um, yeah. I think I don't have any other bands, I don't think. Well, in go. that case, uh, you know, I have two, actually. Our intro music and our outro music, both of wow. which you can find in our description box. <laughs> I was really expecting you to say, like, have some cool announcement. I don't no. know why. but <laughs> And I'd like to announce my, um, I don't know. I have nothing to announce, actually. I'd like How, to announce you that we have the announce. best cover artist, um, <laughs> and you can find them on Instagram, at dinobite, that's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. And there you go. They're pretty cool. Um, uh, email us at <laughs> quotes and at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, quotes.and.anecdotes. We really need to start posting on there. We're going to try. Yeah, we do. I was thinking about that today. And we're also sorry that our uploading schedule is a little bit all over the place. We We totally forgot. We completely forgot. (laughs) We're trying to go every other week, but sometimes we're busy. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, well, yeah, we, it's like a loose every other week schedule. <laughs> Vaguely every other week. Sometimes it just becomes every other, every other three weeks. What? That's not how that works. That's every or third week. By the time, thank you. 
<laughs> By the time we upload this episode, it will be a full month since our last episode. Hey, so that's you know, fun. that means it's even more special. There you go. <sighs> and I hope you have a wonderful day. Yeah, have a great Wednesday if you're listening on Wednesday. Or a Thursday if you're listening on a Thursday. We're not going through all the weeks. Good lord. Or all <laughs> the weeks. All the weekdays. <laughs> I can't talk. It's, I'm, well, I don't even have an excuse. I was... Like, if we were recording this on a Monday night, then I could be like, mm-hmm. I'm tired. It's a Monday night. But it's and a if Saturday it is a Monday night, night at 6 p.m., so I have I no hope you have a wonderful Monday. We need Bye. to end this episode now. <laughs> Bye, everyone. And cut. No, 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 no.